0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of NARC. Today's topic is Butter, Burn, and Blast. These are the cyclical patterns of dysfunction in a relationship with a narcissist. In my efforts to fully wrap my head around my husband's sudden departure and the subsequent crisis over the past few months, I have consumed every podcast, YouTube video, research study, book, magazine article, and online group discussion, such as on Quora, about narcissistic personality disordered individuals and their common comorbidity of sex addiction. I have acquired a brand new vocabulary and discovered a huge survivor community who is incredibly supportive. Narcissistic personality disorder is becoming a mainstream topic of discussion, and it's coming out of the shadows at last. I remember a time when there was no awareness of even things like ADHD, antisocial personality spectrums, and CPTSD, but now all of these are well-known and on every person's radar. I would like to facilitate an awareness of narcissistic personality disorder and the abuse suffered in relationships with them, as well as these comorbidities that most often accompany this mental health issue. Some may say that attaching a diagnosis to your partner in a divorce or a breakup is unnecessary, but I have found that attempting to understand what went wrong and broke the relationship is key to acceptance and ultimately to recovery. Personality disorders are increasing for a number of reasons, and so here is a brief tutorial to get you up to speed on this disturbing phenomenon. First, let me say that everyone has some degree of narcissistic tendencies in their character, but while those may be irritating, they are actually quite harmless. The narcissistic personality disorder exists on a spectrum and comes in several varieties ranging from somatic to cerebral and from low-level, mid-range, and high-functioning. These personality disorders are grouped with other cluster B disorders such as sociopathy and psychopathy and often share many of the same characteristics, most notably all marked by an absence of empathy, conscience, or remorse and accompanied by delusions, repression, projection, entitlement, blame-shifting, and victimhood. The first stage in this cycle of abuse is often called the butter and baste stage, also known as love bombing. And oh, do they know how to butter you up like nothing you have ever seen before? Narcissists are typically charming and often disarmingly good looking. And this goes especially for covert nar- narcissism, where the, the bulk of my experience is. Um, they will butter and baste like nobody's business. In the language of NPD, this phase is called love bombing. The low-level narcissist may be unaware of the cycle and think that they are actually infatuated with their wonderful new supply, which is being groomed to be their new source of fuel. During this time, they may mirror their target so they believe that they have met their soulmate, a completely compatible mate with whom they share uncanny synchronicity It is all designed to ensnare the victim so they will become a willing participant in this illusory relationship. The second stage of the abuse is called burn. The first stage could last for weeks, months, years, or even decades. But one thing is for certain. Eventually, the devaluation begins and it signals the beginning of the end. It is well advised to know the signs and interpret them correctly in order to protect yourself and prepare for what heartbreak lies ahead. There is nothing you can do to stop it. Once the devaluation has begun, you know you're going to be on your way out shortly. The third and final stage of abuse is the BLAST Stage often with blame accompanying, accompanying it, so I like to call it the blast and blame. Uh, this final stage in the narcissistic cycle is the discard. Here, the relationship is blown to smithereens. The victim is quickly and cruelly disengaged and erased as if they never existed. Another word I see a lot used at this stage is the word jettison. They are just shot out of the relationship um, quite abruptly. Narcissists have a convenient gift of self-induced amnesia, allowing them to completely annihilate all memory of their time together as a couple and blame shift so that the victim suddenly becomes responsible for all of it. The shift happens unexpectedly, sometimes within minutes so that the abandoned partner is in shock and disbelief long after the narcissist has exited the building. The narcissist is a master of manipulation and wears a mask at all times until the final discard when the mask slips and you see what has always been lurking behind it. They are masters of projection where they blame others of what they themselves are guilty of, and repression, which allows them to masterfully suppress thoughts or feelings that might cause discomfort and keep them trapped in the unconscious. The cycles of butter, burn, and blast are repeated in all relationships for a single-minded purpose, the acquisition of fuel. People who suffer from NPD have no true self only a false self, thus are incapable of healthy emotions or relationships. They suffer from childhood abuse and neglect so that they shut down all feelings early on as a defense mechanism to protect themselves from injury and shame. The way they react to the dangers only causes them to self-destruct. They are incapable of attaching or loving anyone. They become predators, manipulators, survivalists. They cannot change. If you are in a relationship with a person with a cluster B personality disorder, it is important to develop an exit strategy and save yourself. It's just a matter of time before they leave you. And the longer you stay with them, the more trauma bonding will occur, which will make it almost impossible to ever let them go, even if it kills you. There is no happy ending here. Once you accept that, you can begin working on yourself. And it is there, this work with yourself, this inner healing where things need to happen. There are uh, most likely things that you need to work on to make yourself uh, inaccessible to the narcissist. No need to demonize them or plot revenge It is more conducive to your own healing if you simply acknowledge the truth of the impairment, forgive them for being damaged and incapable of giving you what you need, and work on meeting your own needs without requiring any external force to generate those emotions. Thank you for listening today, and I wish you much success, joy, peace, and happiness on your journey to recovery. See you next time. Bye-bye.